Hey, what's up guys? Eman from Peso Smart PH here. Welcome sa pinabagong episode. Shoutout din sa mga podcast listeners natin. I appreciate you all. Today, yung i-discuss natin is yung mga rules to follow ng mga defensive or passive investors. Let's jump right into it. So, itong mga principles na i-discuss ko or itong mga rules na ito is nang galing or derive sa libro ni Benjamin Graham na The Intelligent Investor. So, yung una mong dapat i-consider or i-follow is diversification. Okay, so dapat saktong-sakto lang diversification mo, no? Hindi ka dapat nag-over a diversify sa mga investments or sa mga stocks na binibili mo. So, dapat talagang adequate lang pero hindi excessive. Isang rule of thumb na pwede natin lahat sundin according kay Benjamin Graham is mag-alat tayo ng stocks like 10 to 30 stocks. So, 10 yung minimum, 30 yung maximum. Pero syempre at times, hindi naman to dapat strictly follow Pero I think dapat at least talaga meron kang 10 stocks para like merong panghabol, no? For example, may isang malaking loser kang stock and then may isang talagang winner kang stock. So, para magi even out lang sila. Pwede natin i-apply dito yung old saying or old idiom na don't put all your eggs in one basket. Kasi pagka nag-all-in ka sa isang stock lang or for example sa isang idea and then wala kang backup plan or walang sasalo kapag ka nag-fail yung idea na yun or yung stock na yun. Kumbaga hit or miss lang. So pagka nag-fail, talagang fail lang. And kapag ka sinuerte ka no, and then naging successful yung idea mo or yung stock is naging winner, then good for you. Pero syempre, Dapat merong backup palagi. Kaya di ba meron tayong plan B, plan C. So that we can fall back into that thing or that investment or that stock kapag ka nag-fail yung una nating idea. Oy, so next up, silipin natin yung mga stocks ni Warren Buffett. Nag-diversify nga ba siya or hindi? So ito yung top 5 stocks ni Warren Buffett or ng Berkshire Hathaway. So yung una is Apple. So obviously, nasa tech industry to, computer and uh, software, hardware. Then Bank of America, finance yan. The Coca-Cola Company, I think ito na yung pinamatagal na stock na hawak ni Warren Buffett. And this is sa mga pinamalaking dividend paying uh, companies na hawak niya. And then American Express, uh, that's another financial uh, company. Then lastly is Kraft Heinz, so food and beverage yan. And yung Coca-Cola company is food and beverage din. Okay, gawin nating example is yung portfolio. So silipin natin yung mga stocks na medyo palugi no, currently. So ito, according to sa percentage ng profit uh, and loss, so in this case losses. So yung pinakatalo kong stock currently is STI. So negative 36.77% yung loss niyan. And then yung nasa pinakababa naman is si Converge, maliit lang no. So nasa 0.82% lang yung loss niya. Pero kapag tiningnan natin yung big picture, di ba maraming stock na rin to eh. Marami na rin to. Pag tiningnan natin yung big picture, up pa rin ako ng 15.14%. Kasi diversified yung portfolio ko. Although I think overly diversified currently yung portfolio ko. That's why I'm uh, unloading stocks doon sa mga industries na I think uh, hindi maganda yung future or talagang nagkaroon ng negative impact yung COVID. Although, syempre, hindi naman ako nagbebenta ng palugi. So, yung mga, for example, nagbenta ako ng SGI, 
I think uh, holdings company naman yun, but I believe hindi maganda yung future niya. Uh, para sa goals ko, hindi nagmamatch. That's why I sold that and then I bought some GMA7 stocks. Anyway, medyo nawawala na tayo sa topic. Ang gusto ko lang ipakita dito is kahit na marami kayong uh, talong stocks and then merong adequate amount of stocks na medyo nananalo and talagang uh, pataas yung trend nila. Masasagip yung portfolio mo ng mga malalakas na stocks. And it really shows here sa portfolio ko kasi diba, kita nyo naman kanina, sobrang daming red na stocks. Pero overall, up pa rin ako ng 15%. Okay, next up is company and business selection. So, paano nga ba pipili ng mga stock na uh, worth it bilhin? So, yung una, each company selected should be large, prominent, and conservatively financed. So, anong ibig sabihin nun? So, yung una mong titingnan is yung market share of the company on the industry that it plays in. So, gano nga ba kalaki yung market share ng company na yun? For example, GMA7. As I've said, I think kung nanood kayo or nakinig kayo sa previous episode, malaki yung market share ng GMA7 currently kasi nawala nga yung ABS-CBN sa picture. Kasi previously, ah, ito, rough estimate lang to ah, nasa 80-90% to 90 yung kinokontrol ng GMA7 and ABS-CBN previously. Eh, since nawala nga si ABS-CBN, a big, a big chunk of ABS-CBN's market share is kinain na ni GMA7. So, kumbaga, almost na-monopolize na ni GMA7 yung broadcasting, traditional broadcasting industry dito sa Philippines. Okay, so yung unang example is GMA7 and then Meralco. Tapos uh, PLDT. Although, uh, malaki din yung market share ni Globe. So, itong dalawang telco companies na to is talagang malaki yung chunk ng market share na kinukuha nila currently. And of course, kailangan mong uh, i-check yung mga financial statements ng mga companies before mo sila bilhin. Kasi kapag uh, lugi sila in the last 5 years, I don't think magandang company yun. Kasi kalimitan naman ng mga startups dito sa Philippines is hindi naman nalilist agad sa Philippine stock market. And malimit naman yung mga companies na bago lang. Talagang sa unang mga siguro first 5 to 10 years sila, hindi talaga sila ganun kikita agad. Pero syempre it depends pa rin sa business. But that's just normal. Pero syempre kapag ka nalist sila sa stock exchange, dapat medyo established na yung business model nila. And dapat kumikita na sila ng pera. So yeah, uh, magandang silipin is like yung past financial statements, uh, 5 years uh, and 10 years back. And then syempre, kailangan mong silipin yung debt. So short term yan and long term. Last but not the least, kailangan mo rin i-check yung PE ratio or price to earnings ratio ng company na yun. So lahat naman ng mga info na to is matatagpuan or data na to is makikita nyo sa online stock broker nyo or sa PSE Edge or sa mismong website ng company. Kasi uh, they are required to give out these uh, financial statements para sa consumption ng public kasi nga publicly traded company sila. So isang example dito as galing sa BPI trade, so sa PLDT ito. So, ang pinapakita doon is yung previous 5 years uh, na data or information. So, kita nyo dito, 2015 to 2019, meron yan lahat. And then, same din sa mga price uh, ratios ng company. So, same lang din, 2015 to 2019, 
the previous 5 years available yan. Readily available yan sa BPI trade. Okay, next up is dividend payments. So, medyo may correlation to dun sa previous topic or previous rule na diniscuss natin. Kasi hindi naman makapagbayad ng dividends ang isang company kung hindi sila kumikita. So, dapat silipin nyo talaga yung financials ng company or ng stock na gusto nyo bilhin bago kayo mag-place ng buy order. So yeah, basically, each company should have a long record of continuous dividend payments. And yes, as I've said earlier, check the financial statements. Importante is yung net income in the last 5 to 10 years. And dyan papasok yung dividend yield for the current year. And then yung 5-year average dividend yield na binibigay nila. And lastly, 5-year average dividend payout ratio. Magbigay ulit tayo ng isang example. This time si GMA7 ulit. So, na-list itong company na to back in 2007. So, consistent sila magbigay ng dividends as you can see here. So, from 2008 to 2020, uh, this year, nagbigay ng dividends every single year. So, hindi po mapalya yan. And meron din sa BPI trade ng data. Uh, ng dividends per share, dividend yield, and dividend payout ratio ng each company na nakalit sa PSE. So, ito, pinapakita ko sa inyo is yung sa GMA7 pa rin. So, from 2015 to 2019, meron yan the past 5 years. And malinaw na malinaw naman dito, maganda yung dividend yield ni GMA7. And mataas yung dividend payout ratio ng company na to. Okay, now, last but not the least is yung price threshold or like yung limit na isi-set mo para dun sa mga stocks na bibilin mo. Siyempre, kapag ka naman sobrang overvalued dun stocks or nung stock na gusto mong bilin, hindi naman ideal na mag-overpay ka no, para dun sa company na yun. Kahit na sobrang ganda ng company, sobrang consistent magbigay ng dividends, mataas yung yield. Kung overpriced naman siya, parang hindi naman worth it bilhin. No? Okay, so the investor should impose some limit on the price he will pay for an issue in relation to its average earnings over, say, the past 5 to 10 years. So, dyan papasok yung P-E ratio ulit, price to earnings, and then yung P-E-G ratio. So, let's give an example ulit, GMA7 ulit to, no? So, dun sa BPA trade din, kung yun yung ginagamit nyo, makikita nyo yung lahat ng closing uh, price ng isang stock. Uh, on any given year the past 5 years. So, nung 2015, 6.90 siya. 2016, 6.27. 2017, 5.84. 2018, 5.44. 2019, 5.33. So, i-add nyo lang yan limang yan and then divide nyo sa 5. Tapos, ang result nyan is 5.95 pesos. So, kumbaga... Dapat di ka mag-exceed kapag bibili ka ng GMA7, di ka mag-exceed sa 5.95 pesos na price. Siyempre, yung pinagbabasihan lang naman dito is yung historical data. Uh, kapag ka talagang gumanda pa lalo yung earnings nitong GMA7, uh, pwede talagang tumaas pa or mag-ramp up yung prices nito. Lalo na ngayon kasi nga na wala yung ABS-CBN, so it's a big possibility. So isang method lang to or strategy or technique kung paano nyo madedetermine overvalued ba or undervalued yung isang stock. And I think same principle lang naman yung uh, kailangan mong i-apply dito. For example, bumibili ka ng uh, mga appliances, ng groceries, di ba? Like, kinocompute mo kung uh, mahal ba to, nakasale ba to. So, di ba? Mas magandang bumili kapag ka nakasale. So, pag medyo nagka-crash yung market or nagpa-plummet yung price ng stock, 
uh, that's a good time to buy. Pero, syempre, not always. Syempre, dapat mag-research ka pa rin and do your own due diligence. For example, yung ABS-CBN, nakita mo, sobrang nag-plummet. And hindi ka updated sa news, hindi ka nag-research na. Hindi ka updated sa news, and hindi mo alam na na-deny pala yung franchise renewal ng ABS-CBN. And ikaw naman, uy, pumaba yung stock prices ni ABS-CBN. It's a good time to buy. And then after the fact, <laughs> nung nakabili ka na, tsaka mo lang nalaman, oh shit, kaya pala nagmura or kaya pala bumagsak yung prices ng stocks ni ABS-CBN is because, ayun nga, na-deny yung franchise renewal nila. Pero yung mga pag-plummet ng prices back in March, ayun, dahil sa COVID, I think that is a good time to buy kasi lahat ng stocks talaga is mumagsak. Okay guys, we are heading towards the end of this episode. Before we end today's episode, we have a quote galing kay Bill Gates. Ang sabi niya, don't compare yourself with anyone in this world. If you do so, you are insulting yourself. So yeah, yung sensible lang na gawin is i-compare yung sarili mo sa previous self mo. Engage your progress from where you are 5 years from now and 5 years back. I think that will eliminate your insecurities and talaga makapag-focus ka sa sarili mo and sa sarili mong progress. Okay guys, end natin yung episode here. Sana may natutunan kayo. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want more of my content, be sure to leave a rating, give a like, share it, and subscribe. Your feedback is always welcome and appreciated. And remember, be passive smart. See ya.